0: hey guys uh before we start the show we have a promo for you it's from the perhaps it's you podcast it is an unofficial unsolved mysteries rewatch podcast featuring updates recommendations and the most important thing uh mustache ratings (laughs) so uh there's going to be new episodes every thursday just like our podcast so after you're done listening to us you should go check them out here's their promo
1: Were you traumatized as a child by watching Unsolved Mysteries? Do you like to judge facial hair? (laughs) Guess what? We have a podcast for you. Can you believe it? It's called Perhaps It's You. And it is an unofficial Unsolved Mysteries rewatch podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Samantha. I'm Liz. We're two cool mystery ants. not really, (laughs) who watch an episode of Unsolved Mysteries each week. And tell you about it. We update you if any of the mysteries have been solved. We rate the episode on a scale of Robert Stacks. We can give episodes a possible five out of five Robert Stacks, although it rarely happens. Very rarely. We also complain about what everyone is wearing. And it doesn't really matter if you know anything about unsolved Mysteries or not. You should tune in because it's the number one podcast on iTunes. Yeah, you can find us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, most podcast platforms. You can also check out our website, perhapsitsyou.com, or find us on the social medias at Perhaps It's You. Yep. And get yeah. out there and solve some mysteries, bitches! Yeah! <laughs> You're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. The Happily Ever Haunted podcast may contain graphic content that may include sexual violence, suicide, or murder.
0: Listener discretion is advised.
1: back to Happily Ever Haunted. I'm Bailey.
0: And I'm Milton. And this is the podcast where we tell you stories of the strange and unusual.
1: I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Ooh.
0: (laughs) I mean you don't have to do it. I had to do it. I mean no one's obligating
1: you to do this. I'm obligating myself to do this. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we tweeted out and yeah I think it was just Twitter. Yeah. That uh, this episode was gonna have a boozy twist so i'm drinking milton decided not to drink because he's a square
0: uh it is 344
1: it's five o'clock somewhere
0: it is five o'clock somewhere (laughs) just not here it's
1: 544 like in south carolina
0: (laughs) no they're only an hour ahead oh it's almost five. (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) my bad yeah
0: you're you're close close enough but i'm drinking
1: for both of us yeah. I'm drinking this concoction he came up with. What is it?
0: Uh, okay. I found it on a tipsy bartender. Shout out to him. Um, it's called the green juice cocktail. And uh, I'm going to
1: hulk out.
0: <laughs> the gamma rays. Um, <laughs> so you're going to have uh, one ounce of melon liqueur, uh, which is Midori, uh, one ounce of sour apple pucker. One ounce of blue raspberry vodka and one ounce of triple sec. Uh, and then you top it all off with a uh, lemonade and then an optional garnish of a lime wedge.
1: I mean, I think a cherry would be really good on this, too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, But I have a wonderful cocktail that my husband made me hey. <laughs> while I was watching Love After Lockup. it's been great so we have switched from hgtv to love after lockup (laughs) do
0: y'all hear the excitement in my voice
1: (laughs) he loves it he low-key loves it like like it's It's a dumpster fire you just can't turn away from
0: yeah it's it's hard not to like watch it and just be interested because it's so trashy and so bad (laughs) but like internally i'm like oh my god that's why i'm watching it
1: <laughs> yeah and i have this week and next week off until i start school again so that's why i'm drinking
0: yeah it's kind of like a, a kind of a celebration of hey, sorts
1: still don't know if i passed haven't got my final grades yet but yeah
0: but we, we made it <laughs> yeah we made it and we're gonna pass i'm speaking it into existence <laughs>
1: Lord, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and Milton took the week off to spend with me. Yeah. So I thought he would drink too, but we're going to, after recording this, we've got to take Frank to the dog park. So.
0: Yeah. It, and she
1: has a play date.
0: It's hot as balls.
1: It's only a hundred degrees. The high was 103.
0: Yeah. Gonna either way, it's going to be hot, hot as fuck. So I just, I'd rather not drink <laughs> if I'm going to be out uh, outside with dogs and chasing dogs and stuff like that. Just... I'll drink for both of us yeah it's not gonna be it's not my bag
1: <laughs> all right so are you ready to jump in yeah i don't think we have any updates we're pretty mm. boring
0: not that i know of um, we had a
1: straight up strange sticker giveaway and Kara won it
0: yeah shout out to her she, uh, yeah she's a longtime listener. friend of the show and long time listener as well yeah and uh yeah so shout out to her we're super happy
1: also, if you um, pay attention to our Instagram, you will see that we d- I finally gave up on HGTV because we decided to paint the bedroom. And so we painted one wall of the bedroom. <laughs> I put a picture up, but it was the most work I ever wanted to do this week. <laughs> and like, she,
0: And like, she made it sound like it was going to be so easy. Like, I thought I've it painted, was going to be easy. I've painted stuff before, so it's like, I know it's, I know it's work.
1: I've never so, painted before. <laughs> and so I'm like, <laughs> so they okay. They make it easy peasy on HGTV. Yeah. <laughs> and we ran out of paint halfway through.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's simple. It's just, it's work. Because it's a, a a wall. It's a, a lot of space to cover.
1: Also, if you ever get uh, paint on white carpet, you're in destroyer gets it up.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so use your, if you have pets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just
0: use your pet cleaning stuff and you'll be just fine.
1: Yeah, tip of the day.
0: <laughs> Pro tip. From your favorite paranormal podcast.
1: Alright, so tell me what you're talking I actually don't know. I actually did not peek last week. I know you're talking about the lighthouse. This week I don't know anything.
0: Oh, so you cheated.
1: You <sighs> was right there. <laughs> you're in Arizona. That's all I know.
0: So what I'm going to cover today, uh is actually um somewhere that we've been to, Bailey. <gasps> um
1: Meteor Crater?
0: No. I don't There's know if that's
1: an, in New Mexico I, I, or Arizona. That's, that's the Grand Ari- Canyon?
0: That's Arizona. Uh, will you let me get through the story?
1: Flagstaff?
0: That That is where the place, this is where Man, it takes I'm place. still
1: kind of mad that we went to Flagstaff and didn't go by and see where the sister wives were building their place. <laughs> <sighs> like, on the to-do list, get food. Second, so drive out and see their, like property because you don't like it's a thing like people go out there and i'm not like creepy or anything i just wanted to see because it's really pretty on tv (laughs) oh my god didn't do it Uh so my creeper status is still low
0: yeah um i mean yes okay so it takes place in flagstaff um and we've actually walked past it um we surprised we actually didn't stop at this place Uh, we were kind
1: of on the move in flagstaff
0: we we were on the move but we had we were we, so in Flagstaff. We stopped
1: at a great candy shop. It was wonderful.
0: So yeah, so I guess backstory. So before, before Corona like really hit, um, me and Bailey, we went to the Grand Canyon, uh, which was an interesting trip, uh, because we tried to do all the driving without like really stopping anywhere.
1: And we did. And,
0: uh, we did it on the way back. We didn't do it on the way there. We had to stop in Flagstaff, uh, and get a hotel. Because originally we had an Airbnb uh, state uh, picked out that was nearby to Grand Canyon.
1: But we couldn't check in until 3 and we got there at like 5 a.m. Yeah. So and we, we were, were tired. We were
0: super exhausted. It's
1: a 14-hour drive from Texas, or from where we are in Texas.
0: Yeah. So it was a super far drive. And uh, yeah, we ended up staying, staying in Flagstaff and driving to the Grand Canyon. Awesome experience. If you've never been to the Grand Canyon, highly recommend it uh after the our grand, grand canyon, canyon was the
1: second best view there that day sorry after, my the, anecdotes. <laughs> after the
0: grand canyon visit um we went to get food in flagstaff and uh we stopped at this burger place i can't think of the name it was really good it was kind of expensive they're not good.
1: paying us we don't need to say the name
0: um <laughs>
1: <laughs> shit
0: <laughs> and uh and so the place that i'm covering today actually takes place in downtown flagstaff where actually we ate dinner after we visited the grand canyon and so what I'm covering today is the Hotel Monte Vista.
1: Oh, you know, I almost covered that this week. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've, I've, that's actually been on my list. So I hope you do it well.
0: Uh, I think I did. Uh, So, yeah, let's jump into it. The Hotel Monte Vista is located in downtown Flagstaff, Arizona. Flagstaff is an hour and 20 minute drive from the Grand Canyon National Park. Towering above the corners of Aspen and San Francisco streets, the Hotel Monte Vista stands just off historic Route 66 as a true touchstone for all of Flagstaff and their citizens.
1: Real quick, I thought Route 66 was going to be so much more fun than it was.
0: I, did you not get your Riding kicks? around
1: in my automobile. Did you not get your kicks? No, on I Route did 66? not. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, it that was, was
0: cool. I mean, like there wasn't a lot to see. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I mean, this
1: is coming from people from Texas. There's not a lot to see. Not here a right lot there. to see in
0: Texas. Sorry, <laughs> y'all. Um, I mean, because once we got to New Mexico, that was pretty cool.
1: No, everything was gorgeous, and I wouldn't stop taking pictures while I was driving. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> we almost died only twice.
0: Like once you got to Me- New Mexico, uh, there was like mountains and. All that stuff. Deserts. But, but, you know, yeah, that's that's not the point of this. <laughs> we're not here we to talk just about make our We this trip. into
1: a travel podcast. <laughs> Fuck these guys.
0: The Hotel Monte Vista was built out of necessity due to the rise of tourism in the 1920s, a.k.a. the Roaring Twenties. Existing hotels were but old.
1: everybody thought, like, this... Was gonna be right i mean
0: <laughs> there's still nine years to go okay
1: we'll see how it goes
0: <laughs> we have time to recover
1: everybody's like hey Ryan, no fuck that
0: i mean look we got corona for at least this first year and maybe a half and then you know eight and a half years you know, it still can be roaring 20s. Look, the it U.S. Just ain't be, doing
1: so great, so I'm just going to say it, if we get there.
0: It will just be like 2022 <laughs> to 2029. 20, 20, it will be really short. It won't be a whole decade. Existing hotels were old and outdated and could not uh, maintain visitors in town. So the residents agreed that a new hotel was in order. Fundraising began in April of 1926, and within one month, investments of prominent citizens and funds donated by the novelist Zane Gray totaled approximately two hundred thousand dollars. Holy shit. Would you take a gander at how much two hundred thousand dollars is in twenty twenty? Eight hundred and seventy-five
1: thousand dollars and sixty-two cents. No. Oh
0: not even close.
1: Okay, a million and three dollars. Not even close. Uh, what is it?
0: Uh in twenty twenty. That would be 2912960 dollars and forty-five cents. Uh I ground- wish
1: I had that in my bank account. Me. I too. wish I had a quarter of that in my bank account.
0: Me too. <laughs> uh ground was broken on June 8th, 1926. The new hotel opened for business on New Year's Day, 1927. Originally named the Community Hotel in honor of the townspeople who contributed to its existence, the name Monte Vista means Mountain View and was chosen by a 12-year-old contest winner. So they had a, a contest to name this hotel and a 12-year-old girl won it.
1: So you don't know how we just watched Bob's Burgers the other day. That's what I'm getting at. (laughs) That's
0: a huge gamble.
1: Yeah. Because
0: literally she could have named it the worst thing She could have named it Pee
1: Pee Poo Poo.
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's a Bob's
1: Burgers (laughs) reference.
0: And it could have been so bad. And she had the maturity to be like, (laughs) hey, Monte Vista.
1: Which means Mountain View.
0: Yes, Mountain View. That's excellent. I was, I'd, if 12 year old me had that opportunity, I would ruin that hotel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think 27 year old me would come up with that shit. <laughs> well, the hotel where dreams come to die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it would have, yeah. I mean, that's extremely lucky that how that name came to be and it also became so iconic. Which is kind of what I'm going to get into here. It's in a, a really sec.
1: pretty name. We should name our kid Montevista. Vista. Nah.
0: Because they're going to be like, Monty? <laughs> Montevista, Vista?
1: Montague? <laughs> no? Okay, just me. Cool. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's a great reference. Good job, of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the hotel would boast over 70 rooms, a cocktail lounge, and a newspaper company. Oh, The Monte Vista continued to be the longest publicly held commercial property in Arizona until it was sold to a private investor in the early 1960s. probably
1: where the sister wives live
0: now. Where? where?
1: (laughs) In the Monte Vista. No, I'm just kidding. Bad joke, bad joke. The
0: hotel is now a national landmark and is one of the oldest hotels in Arizona.
1: Why didn't we stay there? I have no clue. Because I was like, let me find cheap I mean, hotels. you wanted...
0: Oh, yeah. No, the reason we didn't stay there is because we wanted to do something, like, closer to the Grand Canyon, and we wanted to stay somewhere different instead of a hotel, and so we were going to stay in, like, a yurt or a bus? No, no we school were staying bus. In a school bus. It was a converted school bus. And, uh... I got real adventures. Yeah, we got real adventures. And it was cold as fuck. Well. Like, it snowed when we left. Yeah, it was and snowing. And it was March when we went.
1: <laughs> it snowed in March here before. Once,
0: like yeah, once. Oh, <laughs> one time. <laughs> that
1: was the year my cousin was born.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, it was it was really adventurous. That's why we didn't stay there. We should have. I, mean, yeah. I mean, we're planning on going back. So,
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll. I'll let you hear about these ghosts, and then we'll decide if we want to stay here.
1: Like well, I stayed in the minger. Nothing scares me.
0: Oh, okay, but there's some more active. There's a lot of hot spots. all right The Hotel Monte Vista is known for having very famous guests stay there over the years. The Hotel Monte Vista was the premier lodging choice for many Hollywood stars. In the 40s and 50s, Western films were on the rise. Sir John
1: Wayne? (sighs) (laughs) You said Western.
0: (laughs) I, I know, I'm getting there. In the 40s and 50s, Western films were on the rise, turning the wheels for more than 100 movies to be shot in nearby uh, Sedona, and Oak oh, Creek Sedona's Canyon.
1: Oh, Sedona's
0: beautiful. Uh, yeah. I, I hear. I've never been.
1: I know. We have a trip planned after Rona. Uh, the know. hotel
0: has even been featured in Hollywood scenes, notably Casablanca and Forrest Gump.
1: Have you seen Casablanca?
0: I have not. I've actually really wanted to see it's it.
1: It's a really gorgeous movie. Have you seen Forrest Gump?
0: I mean, life is like a box of chocolates, baby.
1: <laughs> Oy.
0: <laughs> uh, so, the famous guest would, guests would include Michael J. Fox, hey. Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, and Mary Constigen, who was the John sec- Wayne. second woman to ever oh. grace radio airwaves.
1: Oh, I know about her.
0: And yes, also John Wayne. I thought you were going to say, when I'm you gonna, said
1: Mary, and I thought you were going to say John Wayne, because John Wayne's name was actually Marion.
0: Oh, it's uh, Mary.
1: Oh. <laughs> Oh, you said Mary and
0: No, I said Mary Constigen. Okay. You said
1: Mary and I swear. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh but yeah, so uh Mary Constigen uh is also known for the famous phrase, meet me at the Mont V. V.
1: I've never heard that phrase.
0: I mean it's it's locally famous. Mm-hmm. Cause that like that's what that was the when the hotel was like really big, uh like people would be like, Hey, we're going to the Mont T V. Hey, like, the Monty V. Yeah. So, well, if you do decide to meet at the Monty V, you might run into some permanent guests at your stay. There are several ghosts that haunt this hotel. Some exist in certain rooms and some exist through certain parts of the hotel. So the first spirit I will cover is the Phantom Bellboy. Hotel guests have reported a knock at the door and a muffled voice announcing room service. When guests open the door, no one is present. However, some guests have seen the figure, the figure of a bellboy standing outside of room 210.
1: That shit would just get on my nerves.
0: John Wayne experienced this ghost during a few of his stays. Mr. Wayne reported that the ghost seemed friendly and that he did not feel threatened by his presence.
1: Cause John Wayne ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs>
0: The housekeepers at the hotel frequently experience the antics of the bellboy. One report states that uh, states seeing a young male in an old-fashioned red coat with brass buttons walking up and down the halls. Next is the elevator attendant. Here's an interesting fact about the Hotel Monte Vista. It is one of the homes of the first elevators in the state of Arizona. Wow. Even though it's been modernized since then, it's as if the attendant is still on shift there. Guests often hear a faint voice asking, "Which floor?"
1: I kind of wish there were still elevator attendants. I think that'd be cool as fuck.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Well,
1: and uh, then you'll have people reaching across you to like press the button. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that might make a comeback with the
1: uh... with the pandemic. Yeah. Since every hundred years.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's roaring twenties. Oh.
1: I swear to God, I'm not wearing flapper dresses. I'm not wearing dresses.
0: <laughs> suits? Is that your, is that your
1: now? <laughs> No pants club.
0: No pants club. Is that a plug for your plants?
1: <laughs> plants, no pants. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> what's even more chilling is the staff has witnessed a phantom hand closing the elevator gates. Even Ew. even a reflection in the mirror upon exiting of a man standing behind them inside the elevator.
1: A phantom hand like it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But then they've actually like seen him, which is like creepy too. Right. <laughs> next, uh, next is one of the more famous ghosts of the hotel and exists in room two twenty. He is only known as the Meat Man, which <laughs> when I thought of this made me think of uh Bob's Burgers. Where, uh, this is a very Bob's Burgers heavy episode, um, where, like, Jean and Louise made that <laughs> meat
1: dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, pull- um, cl- what is it? Claymation? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it was all ground beef. Yeah. <laughs> Which was gross. I
1: fucking love Jean. Uh,
0: this bizarre long want- I hope to, to- be
1: Jean when I grow up. Sorry. What? I hope to be Jean when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: as a twenty twenty seven year old <laughs> growing up <laughs> this this bizarre long term border was known by a strange habit of hanging raw meat from the chandelier. Do you know how pissed I would be if I found out that one of the tenants staying in this this beautiful apartment this beautiful hotel is hanging meat off a fucking chandelier?
1: be all right i mean okay. that's not sanitary what is it gonna attract some flies
0: an <laughs> odor it's gonna be blood on the chandelier because you know he's not like cleaning this shit off
1: who's i want to know whose meat it is giggity
0: <laughs> it's the meat man's meat like <laughs> uh, that's gross. all it is
1: <laughs> it's the meat man
0: and that's like, i don't know what you want for me
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't want the meat man's meat <laughs> Don't want to see it. Don't want to smell it. None of it. (laughs) No, I know of it.
0: Well, in the early nineteen (laughs) eighties, the lodger was found in his room three days after his death. So that's that? I'm assuming he died from his meat. Um, I mean, no one.
1: It wasn't said how he died. No, it
0: didn't say how he died.
1: Hopefully, it was like natural causes. Meat. Like in his sleep.
0: Meat-related causes.
1: Stop trying to make meat related causes work. I'm not. (laughs) It's not going to work. It's not going to happen.
0: I'm just saying that's not sanitary, bro.
1: You know, it's all right. It's okay.
0: Not long after the boarder's death, a maintenance worker was working on a few repairs. When in need of a new fixture, he left the room, turned the lights off and locked the door. Returning only a few minutes later, he found the television on at full volume And the linens on the bed have been ripped and scattered across the room. Today is a common for the television to act on its own accord as well as reports of cold male hands touching guests in their sleep. Some guests complain of hearing coughing and other noises from the room, even when it's completely empty.
1: Mm -mm, I don't like that.
0: You don't want some cold meat man hands on you (laughs) while you sleep?
1: No, I don't want any hands (laughs) on me while I sleep. (laughs)
0: You don't want my hands on you? don't want my Preferably no. No?
1: No. You don't want my loving? Okay. No. Maybe some furry little paws.
0: Oh, you have plenty of those. <laughs> um, next, the most active room in the hotel is room 305, which contains a rocking chair. There are numerous reports of seeing a woman in the rocking chair near the window guests and housekeeping have reports have reported seeing the chair move by itself and knocking coming from inside the closet of the room years ago an elderly woman who was a long-term renter would sit by the window for hours on end and no one would know what she was looking for or looking at the rocking chair has become a focal point for paranormal investigations and has been covered on an episode of Unsolved
1: Mysteries.
0: (laughs) Literally the next room over, room 306, hosts the spirit of a deceased sex worker. Years ago, Flagstaff's red light district could be found just south of San Francisco Street, just two blocks from the Monte Vista. In the early 1940s, two sex workers were brought to room 306. During their visit, quote-unquote, They were killed and thrown from their third third floor window to the cold street below.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Over the years, numerous guests have reported being awakened in the middle of the night and unable to return to sleep due to a feeling that they are being watched. Men are warned that the spirits in this room will not be particularly fond of them. Male guests have reported the feeling of having hands placed over their mouths and throats and awakening unable to breathe.
1: So maybe it's just maybe you just wouldn't want to visit. I could stay.
0: I mean, I don't know if I want to run into any of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd run into the. I like to run into the bellboy and the elevator attendant
1: and the meat but man.
0: But no, I don't want to. No,
1: no, you can ask him how he died. Uh, what he was doing with his meat? Why he had his meat on the chandelier? I, so I'm many assuming, questions, so little time.
0: I'm assuming it was just like some impromptu, like
1: meat curing,
0: some yeah, you know, butcher work.
1: Why he was, <laughs> was he a butcher? Why wasn't he in the butchery?
0: There's no tailing.
1: Well, if you saw him, you could ask him. See, I have to solve that for you. Not gonna boom. I, I don't
0: want to see him. That's the problem. <laughs> so actually,
1: <boom>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. There, We're over here
1: solving problems.
0: <laughs> so yeah, there's only yeah, so there's only a couple ghosts I'd like to see. I mean and there's still a couple more that are kind of endearing that, that are lesser known. But, but
1: uh, imagine if we went and took a Ouija board what all we could conjure. I,
0: well, first of all, <laughs> I'm not gonna carry a Ouija board <laughs> with me. Why? Because not interesting.
1: <laughs> but maybe your wife would pack one and you would never know.
0: I mean, maybe my wife could just take her stuff and Baudos, stay in Arizona. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would love to stay in Arizona. It's beautiful. It is. Can't smoke weed, though.
0: Nope. Not like we do it now, anyway. <laughs> um, there are also lesser known ghosts, such as the baby in the basement. Oh, God. Which is just a disembodied voice of a crying baby in the basement of the hotel. I hate that. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. yeah there should be a demon there were stories that uh because i think in the basement is where the uh the laundry and stuff happens Mm -hmm. and uh so mainly a lot of maintenance people housekeeping right 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 and uh, apparently there's like a lot of stories of like housekeeping people like freaking the fuck out because they'll just be down there cleaning washing washing sheets and whatnot and there's probably a demon down there and then all of a sudden they hear crying baby uh yeah, that's horrible. A wild
1: crate a crown baby appears. <laughs> that's a Pokemon reference.
0: <laughs> that's a <it's> gunsbury. Uh, <laughs> on a more loving note, there is a ghost couple who are seen oh, like us. <laughs> who are seen dancing in the Monty V cocktail lounge.
1: Oh I love that.
0: And they're seen in formal dress a formal dress, laughing and smiling, eternally dancing. Last but most. I hope
1: that's us when we die.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, do we are we are we gonna dance enough for our our spirits to continue dancing forever?
1: Well, we met dancing, so maybe we'll die dancing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true.
1: Boom. Well, we'll see. Like I said, solving problems out here.
0: <laughs> Last but most definitely not least is the bank robber.
1: Ooh. In nineteen
0: seventy three. So ominous. <laughs> in 1970 three men robbed a nearby bank during the robbery a bank guard shot one of the robbers despite their injured comrade they decided to celebrate by stopping in the lounge to have a drink the wounded man bled to death before he could finish his for his drink since then both patrons and staff have been re- have reported being greeted by an anonymous voice saying good morning There have also been reports of bar stools and drinks that seem to move on their own. And so uh, I've actually found a um, found a story uh, in my research from a uh, a guest that stayed at the hotel in in, uh, 2014. So it's kind of a personal account. So. uh, So, yeah, (laughs) I'm just going to jump in here.
1: Just Jump in first.
0: Quote. Just came back from spending the night at the Monte Vista Hotel in Flagstaff. After we got done checking in, we asked what floor the meat man was on. 220. They told us he was on the second floor, room 220. So we put all of our stuff in our room, room 305, the rocking why didn't chair
1: they room, at- oh.
0: and then headed down to the second floor.
1: I was about to say, why didn't they ask for the meat man room, but they got the rocking chair room?
0: We walked around and looked at all the star pics on the doors. We were the only people on the floor at that time. As we started heading down the hallway towards room 220, we started to notice a meat smell. It was a very distinct sausage smell. The smell only lasted a minute or so. Then it was gone. When we got to 220, we started taking pics of the door. We stood there for a few seconds talking and then headed down the hallway to leave just then a door opened in front of my son he dodged the door thinking a guest was coming out of the room however when he turned to see who was coming out he saw that it was he saw that it was the door to a janitor's closet we stood there and watched the door to see if anything else was going to happen and we then saw a dark shadow cross the hallway my son's friend started recording on her phone and when we and when we replayed the recording, we heard a man's voice. It sounded like he spoke right by the mic, the speaker or on her phone, either saying help or breathing hard. We left the hall soon after that, as my son started to feel uncomfortable and quote. Ooh. So, yeah, fucking creepy.
1: <laughs> Would you rather stay in the rocking chair room or the meat man room?
0: I guess I would. If I had to pick one, I would stay in the Meat Man room, just because uh, it doesn't seem like anything too terrible happens to you. Um, I mean, besides the potential of a cold ghost man hand on you while you sleep. Um, besides that. Besides that, I think because the rocking chair. I mean, the shit moves on its own. There's knocking that comes from the closet yeah, I'm
1: not a big fan of that so
0: and like you don't know when that's gonna happen because uh
1: very poltergeist because yeah.
0: I'd yeah uh, very and also I would not want to be woken up by that if it, if it was to happen at night mm-hmm. so uh yeah I think I'd pick the meat man now.
1: or you could be like, hey ghosty ghost can you wake me up at 8 a.m in the morning <laughs>
0: It's not a, can I, we do it's a? not an echo dot. It's not how it works.
1: <laughs> can we do it? What is it called when you call down to the front office?
0: Room service?
1: No. And get them to like a wake-up call.
0: A wake-up call.
1: You know, that thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you call someone to wake you up, a Bro, wake-up call.
1: I never get a wake-up call. I'm over here like trying to see if I we stay can get...
0: trying to wake you up. You don't fucking wake up.
1: You don't have I'm to not salty. like that.
0: I'm not salty at all.
1: But in hotels I'm always like, can we check out late?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, because like we'll just be like tired. We always try to squeeze squeeze so much in. And then it's like, all right, we're gonna sleep in before we drive back.
1: <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah.
0: So so if you're interested in staying at the hotel Montevista, uh the hotel is actually currently open and is accepting guests. The cool thing about the hotel is that the staff and management encourage you to make contact with these spirits in order for you to enhance your experience. Of course, if you do decide to visit this hotel, please follow COVID-19 safety guidelines by practicing social distancing, maintaining clean hands and
1: wearing a mask. Or just wait till after COVID's done. That too. Stay in, stay safe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so my references for the story. Uh, hotelmontevista dot com, legends dot com. Oh, that's a good one. Ghosts dot com, dot com. Damn, I thought you were
1: gonna say your antique Roadshow <laughs> No. Like, oh, I know what's coming. And
0: uh, dot <laughs> right. com.
1: Okay, should we take a break and refill my drink, or is your drink, drink empty? Drink? Look. Was it good? It was good. <laughs> or should we keep chugging along?
0: Uh, it's up to you I you think
1: want? we should take a break All right. and we'll be right back and we're back we're back did you miss us we got new drinks Bailey got new drinks Bailey got new drinks and they're much stronger this time so anyways are you ready to hear about mine
0: I am I'm excited
1: My. do you know what it is no my haunting this week is of the Jailer's Inn Bed and Breakfast. Ooh. So we can go stay here, too.
0: We into to a B&B.
1: The Jailer's Inn Bed and Breakfast is located in Bardstown? Bardstown. Uh, Kentucky. The B&B is known as one of the nicest and most hospitable B&Bs in Kentucky. Okay. But it wasn't always. <laughs> Could you believe that the Jailer's Inn B&B used to be a jail? <laughs> Wait,
0: what is it? It's called the what? The jailers, jailers
1: in B and B. The jailers. <laughs> and it used to be a jail.
0: Of course. <laughs> Imagine Why <not>? that. <laughs> Why not?
1: So it served as the Nelson County Jail from seventeen ninety seven to nineteen eighty seven. So how many years was that? Hurry up, quick math.
0: Wait, what? Say <laughs> the dates Ian? Seventeen ninety seven until nineteen
1: eighty seven. Seventeen ninety seven.
0: Eighteen seventy-seven.
1: No, no, no. seventeen ninety-seven to nineteen eighty-seven. It was one hundred and ninety years. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like, wait, there's so many Man, numbers. I got, yeah, I was just, I was
0: <laughs> I've been doing, I've been able to do math lately. I don't know what's going on.
1: No, you ha- you can't. Um, it was the oldest. <clears throat> it was the oldest operating jail in Kentucky. There are two sections of the jail. There's the quote unquote front jail. It's like a mullet. There's a front and the back.
0: But jail. it's, it's all, is it all business though? Is it all party? Cause it's a fucking jail.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you party too hardy, yeah, it's all. Business.
0: Cause it's not, I'm assuming it's not a party in jail.
1: No, I don't know. I've never been.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's no, no fun things happen, happening there. I don't know.
1: Unless you're like Mickey and what's his face and fault, like find each other <laughs> okay, shameless. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless you're a Gallagher, it's not fun at all. All
1: right. So the front gel was built in 1819 and it included the upper floor of the gel, which was made of limestone and had 30 inch thick walls. Like my dick. <laughs>
0: oh my God. Had to
1: make a dick <laughs> Oh my God. 30, this is what happens when I drink. 30. Is it?
0: Is it? Because I, I feel like you need to make that joke sober too. You know?
1: You know, we'll never know.
0: <laughs> I, I'm i quite certain.
1: So 30 inch thick walls. It contained two cells and an quote unquote upstairs dungeon to house prisoners. I never really got onto the I, I couldn't find anything about the upstairs dungeon really. It's kind of a but the back jail was built in 1874 and was housing for the jailers
0: okay so yeah. it was kind of business in the front party, <laughs> the party in, in the, the back. back yeah fuck
1: <laughs> it's just like j- a mullet
0: because the jailers would hang out back there you no know, chill out drink drink or whatever you know it. while the prisoners up in the front just you know in prison
1: so we could just rename it the mullet jail in
0: the mullet <laughs> The bullet jail in the official Hotel of Kentucky.
1: Damn. Damn shots. Damn. So at this bullet jail, Um, (laughs) (laughs) there was also a a courtyard. It was used for public hangings. And they were very, very popular, apparently. Many of the prisoners that were hanged here were also buried on site in unmarked graves. Oh. Yeah. That part. Yeah. It said that the Nelson County Jail is how, uh, housed some of the most violent prisoners in the, in the 190 years that it was open. Interestingly enough, the infamous outlaw, Jesse James, okay. you know him? Yeah. Was related to one of the jailers and was said to come by the jail every once in a while because he would hang out in the tavern next door. Ah. Even though, you know, he was an outlaw. Right. He was in-laws with the, the jailer was in-laws with the outlaws. Get it? <laughs> no, Get wait. it? Because <laughs> you're in-laws. Never mind. I, got, oh, I mean, well.
0: I got it, but.
1: The jailer was in-laws with an outlaw.
0: But was he in-laws with Jesse James? I
1: don't know. He was related.
0: Okay, so he's not in-law.
1: It could have been damn. <laughs> Shit. That's I'm just making confused.
0: a joke. I mean, it's funny. It's just like. It's historically inaccurate.
1: <laughs> so is most of what we read in history books, okay? <laughs> Shit. In nineteen eighty seven, the jail went up for a public auction and the uh, the now owners bought it. The BMB opened in nineteen eighty nine and then in nineteen ninety five Paul McCoy took over. So his mom is the one that bought it and then he took over in nineteen
0: ninety five for. Her. Mm,
1: okay. The B&B does not necessarily look like a cozy BMB though. The jailers inn has seven rooms all themed. One includes a family suite. And one is a unique jail cell type room.
0: I fucking knew it.
1: That still, <laughs> that still has the original bunk beds. And they have pictures of Elvis because Jailhouse Rock. And James Dean because Rebel Without a Cause. Get it? Ah.
0: I got it. I, I hate that so much.
1: <laughs> Why? I
0: hate when they like play into the name so much that they have to have a prison room
1: i mean it's not a prison room it's just they never rebooted that room revitalized renovated
0: so so it's a jail cell yeah you're staying in a jail so okay
1: but here's the thing is i saw pictures of that room i saw a lot of pictures of that room but i never saw it was only ever of the bunk beds and I oh, they know, still
0: have the bunk beds in there. Just,
1: I just literally just said it had the original bunk beds. Oh, what? Not the mattresses, but the, like the metal part that goes up on the wall.
0: I understand. It's still a, it's still a bunk bed.
1: It's a gel cell, babe.
0: I understand. I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying so that. Hoogles, it's weird.
1: Yeah. I n- it never showed the bathroom portion, so I want to know if you have to like pee and poo out in front of your guests, like who you're staying with. No. Surely there's a door, right? Yeah. Surely, right? There's a water closet. A water
0: closet, <laughs> yeah uh i'm assuming that it's like outside of the room or something like that like i don't think they would put anything in the room you, does that make sense i don't sense? know
1: because you know how in jail there's like the toilet that's also the sink that's right there in your cell
0: yeah but i don't think they would keep that
1: but also they could just build a little water closet it's a very small room
0: yeah, so that's... It's
1: smaller what, than their office.
0: So that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think there'd be anything in the room. I think it'd be outside. The
1: Maybe room. we'll just have to go to Kentucky and find out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it also has the original metal stairs leading upstairs. So that's fun. However, the b does have Wi-Fi, heating and air conditioning, plumbing, and, of course, electricity. And you get a complimentary breakfast every morning.
0: Don't say, of course, electricity. <laughs> like, of course, Wi-Fi, of course, electricity, when, it, of course, it has a fucking jail cell.
1: <laughs> look, those are just, like, top necessities these days. <laughs> Oy, I mean, look, it's pretty primo that it has heating and air conditioning. Because when we went to San Francisco, it was hard finding a hotel with air conditioning.
0: But see I think I think that's because of the climate of San Francisco. Like I wouldn't expect to see that anywhere else. Like at least not anywhere else in like southern United States. Like not I don't know, bro. Kentucky. Kentucky's hot as fuck. Texas. Have you been? Is hot as fuck. Like I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> but
1: so on the jailer's inn website the owners Paul and his his wife Kim, his Kim wife. <laughs> his wife Kim says uh they it says that they enjoy jail life get it and they refer to the guest as in mates because it's the it's the jail oh minute, my, jailers all in. the
0: buns <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <Fuckin'> love it <laughs> look you're over here with the dad jokes they're
0: just leaning so hard into this it's
1: great so
0: hard it's all or nothing <laughs> i mean i'm not i don't, I ain't mad at it because you know you gotta do what you gotta do for your like, business if this
1: was us we would do the same thing
0: but yeah no no yeah
1: <laughs> if we true. bought if we bought this b&b it would be the exact same thing
0: yeah we'd definitely buy in
1: mm-hmm. so um as well as b&b guests there are also plenty of ghosts
0: <laughs> so there are b&b guests
1: <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be talking about it if there weren't b&b ghosts
0: again i don't know if you want to talk about a better breakfast
1: all I came here to talk about was a bed and breakfast and all the puns. Ghost B and B, the 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 ghost mullet B and B. that interesting. The most reported activity is disembodied footsteps and unexplained voices. Ooh. Mm. One employee actually left because she was so spooked. Like in the middle of her shift, she was like, she bounced. <laughs> She was like, bye.
0: Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> You're cool, fuck you.
1: <laughs> she was cleaning a room in the front jail, in the in the business side. In the front jail when she looked up and saw a man glaring at her in the mirror.
0: Fuck.
1: Okay, hold on. She turned around to find no one there. So she went back to cleaning, okay? Okay. She looked up again into the glass and saw the man again.
0: Oh just fuck? to turn around
1: again and see no one there and then she bounced
0: yeah I would have bounced here yeah.
1: really yeah you would have been scared I would have just been like hey somebody gotta go with me
0: <laughs> they would have been look, like we're doing
1: shit in twos
0: they would have been like nah
1: <laughs> look if anything's haunted you go in twos have you ever watched Scooby Doo yeah yeah see twos yeah, it's true
0: I'm just saying I don't know if they would if as business owners <laughs> they would do that
1: <laughs> Um, stuff will go missing around, uh, missing and appear in places it shouldn't be. Televisions are also known to switch on and off and change channels just spontaneously. Hmm. I'd be so mad if I'm watching Love After Lockup and it gets changed. I'd be like, Milton, where you of the remote?
0: <laughs> and it'd be like right in your lap. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> there is a ghost of a jailer that still uh, that still stays around. Her name is Mrs. McKay. Her... Her husband was one of the first jailers at the Nelson County Jail. After he passed away, she took over as the jailer. Look, when you die, I'm not taking over as an engineer. I'm not doing that shit.
0: What? You don't want to <laughs> You don't want to continue the legacy?
1: <laughs> it was just a legacy. I
0: mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I'm pretty good at what I do. But, uh.
1: You can become a therapist. <laughs> the prisoners loved her cooking. Unless they fucked up, then they got rations of bread and uh, water. Oh, fuck. Until they got back on her good side. Damn. She is said to be super friendly, kind of, you know, like Casper, but will wake you up in the middle of the night standing at the foot of your bed.
0: That's not Casper. Casper don't do that.
1: (laughs) But, like, she never does anything bad. Like, she doesn't go ooga booga booga or anything like that. I mean,
0: pretty damn close. (laughs) Like literally, all she has to say is "oga boo in the mid- <laughs> middle of the night, standing at the foot of your bed, and you know,
1: maybe she just isn't making, like making sure everybody's in bed. I don't doing know. count. So Martin Hill, almost unmarried. <laughs> Martin Hill was a prisoner around the turn of the 20th century. He was in prison for shooting and killing his pregnant wife. Before he could be hanged, he became ill and died in his cell. Shit. In nineteen oh nine, an article was released talking about the strange paranormal occurrences happening in the prison. It read, quote, prisoners who have since been confined in the jail hear strange sounds in the cell where he died. He is heard, it is alleged, pacing up and down as his want during his confinement. He is also heard to groan and toss relentlessly upon his bunk. And as a climax to the hole, the blood-curdling scream he omitted while struggling in the throes of death rings again through the stone's corridors, thrilling distinctness. Shit. Yeah. I don't know what illness he had, but like, apparently was bad. Yeah, sounds like (laughs) it. Martin Hill's wife, Esther... Is said to be here as well. Many visitors have spotted an apparition of a pregnant woman right outside his cell door. It is believed that her spirit followed Martin to the jail and never left. One guest said that he was having a conversation with a nice man. Oh, we're moving on, okay? One guest said that he was having a conversation with a nice man in the courtyard one afternoon. He then became distracted, and when he turned around to speak to him again, he found himself alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe the guy just walked off really fast. (laughs) He was like, I'm gone. (laughs) The courtyard is said to be super active because of all the hangings and not all the prisoners that were hanged were guilty.
0: Of course.
1: (laughs) At night, visitors have reported hearing the sounds of what sounds like a body dropping from the gallows and wailing. Oh. During the day, you can... uh, it has been reported that visitors feel that they're being watched when they're walking throughout the courtyard. And the courtyard's super popular because it's really beautiful. Uh-huh. So, there's that. Like, they've done a lot of, like... Landscaping. That word. <laughs> um, Patty Starr, a Bardstown ghost hunter, says the gel is so full of activity because... Quote, Some of the properties in limestone are similar to properties that you might find in crystals. Their property of calcite is to hold memories. So to me, that's probably why it's so awesome to ghost hunt in Kentucky. End quote. Hmm. So limestone's kind of like a crystal. <laughs> but for whatever reason, the ghosts are here. It seems that they're here to stay. And this is the haunting of the Jailer's Inn Bed and Breakfast. Wow. That's my story. The Mully Jailer. The mullet gel <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That, that's what it is. That's that's
0: what we're calling it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so my references this week are Gothic Horror gosh, I, cannot, I cannot keep drinking and reading. <laughs> and gothichorrorstories.com. horror dot com horror haunted <laughs> haunted places dot com and cin- Cincinnatirefined.com. dot com. I was like, how do you spell Cincinnati? <laughs>
0: Dang, I have a question and I can't remember the question. It was something related to that story and I can't think of it. Which now. story? You ju- the story you just read. Uh like your whole topic. Oh. Um. Yeah, I can't think of it now. Dang, it you should have wrote it down. I should've. I just didn't want to cut you off, sorry.
1: You could have just cut me off. Nah. Just been like Shh!
0: not about that life. Huh as you drink your cocktail
1: yeah basically
0: but that was a great story i enjoyed yeah. that a lot
1: i know it wasn't very long but it was filled with ghosts
0: it was filled with <laughs> a lot of interesting information
1: it was actually so hard to find information yeah like i kept going to websites and they would have maybe a paragraph about it and i was like oh cool <laughs> wonderful <laughs> so yeah i'm pretty impressed with all the ghosts at the mullet jail in.
0: So, which one would you want to stay at if you had to stay at one? The hotel Montevista. Montevista. Or the mullet.
1: Montevista.
0: Damn no, no, dis- no.
1: First of all, I don't want to stay in a jail. Second of all, I don't want to hear like disembodied voices or footsteps. Third of all, I don't want to hear bodies falling from the gallows. Also, I don't want to wake up with somebody standing at the end of our bed. Yeah. That part.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I would I would say the same thing. Just because, like, you know, the hotel is pretty big. And, I mean, there's only a handful of rooms that are haunted. And then there's a handful of spaces that are haunted. And there's
1: only seven rooms at the <clears throat> B&B.
0: Yeah. So like your probability of experiencing something is higher at the B and B, right? But like if you actually like you know enjoy yourself, you know sleep, uh, <laughs> you know not run into ghosts when you don't want to. Uh, yeah, the Montevista. Don't get something. me wrong. I
1: want to visit uh, the jailer's inn because the owner is said to be like super super nice, mm-hmm. and it's right next to the Talbot Tavern, which is also haunted. So, if we go to Kentucky, we could go by there, but I'm not sure about staying there. Because a bitch doesn't want to stay on a bunk bed.
0: <laughs> you don't want to stay on the metal no, bunk bed? No, thank you. Man?
1: I stayed on a bunk bed enough when I was bunk. a kid. I call it just top Just don't bunk. pee through.
0: I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not going to. I'm
1: totally fine with you having top bunk. Because I get up at least, like, twice a night. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm just so. calling it now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, oh. Like I think about my feet going up the rungs and getting hurt and like oi. pump pockets were cool when you were a kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that does, that but, does now sound that the, but now that I got
1: now that I'm twenty seven and got the arthritis. <laughs> my, <laughs> my arthritis knees ain't what
0: they used to be.
1: Basically, they they sound like Rice Krispies. <laughs> oh, so oh my goodness. Don't forget to check out, check us out and follow us on Twitter at H-E-A Podcast, H-E-H Podcast, and on Instagram at Happily Ever Haunted Podcast, and on Facebook at Happily Ever Haunted Podcast.
0: If you love the show, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: We would love to hear from y'all.
0: And remember, those that haunt together, stay together.